If you have friends or family who love to bake, we have the perfect gift for them. MerrimackBakehouse.com has a wide assortment of oat bran muffin mixes and bread mixes. If you're looking for an already assembled present, we also have pancake breakfast gift boxes, perfect for any occasion. And as a special gift for all of our listeners, we're including one free dip mix with every order now through December 31st, 2021 on MerrimackBakehouse.com. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. This week, it's raspberry truffle brownie cups. These things are awesome. Like you just pop them in your mouth. Oh, they're really, really good. This is a recipe that's probably about, mm, I probably developed this about 20 some years ago. It's a great uh, wedding table cookie. It's a great holiday cookie and it's pretty easy. And I actually have a few different variations of this. So as we go through the lifetime of our podcast, I'll probably get to those. But this one is, as I said, raspberry truffle brownie. And it's a pretty simple cookie to make, but there's a lot of steps to it. So this is one of those things you could break it up in parts and then complete it all at once, you know, like that, like you could make different parts of it and then put it all together. So as I said, these are brownie cups, so you need the mini muffin cup baking pans, preferably really good nonstick, uh, just in case like me, you might forget to grease the little muffin cups and then have to try and get the brownies out of them, which is no small feat. And a small cookie scoop works best for these if you have one, because you're going to put about a tablespoon of the brownie mixture in there. Now, there's another little thing that I use, a little tool that I got years ago that is, it's like, it looks like a tiny little dumbbell. It's made of wood and it is for creating cookie cups. So you press it into the dough to form a cup, or in our case, you're going to press it into the baked brownie. If you don't have that tool, you can do this with your finger or a large wooden spoon handle, something like that. So when I go through the recipe, I'm going to point these things out again, like a reminder. If you don't have the tools that I'm talking about, there's easy substitutes for them. Okay. So getting into the recipe, you're going to need one and a half bags, which is like a 12 ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips. And you're going to use them in each segment of the recipe in the brownie in the truffle part, and then there's a little drizzle glaze that you're going to make that uses the chocolate chips too. So you'll need a lot of semi-sweet chocolate chips. So just bear that in mind. The first thing I'm going to give you is the brownie recipe and instructions, and then I'll give you the filling recipe and instructions, and then I'll give you the glaze recipe and instructions. This sounds really overdone. I feel like I've talked a lot already. <laughs> But it's such a good cookie. I just ate one before we recorded. Oh, they're so good. So anyway, I probably shouldn't make things like this because guess who's going to be like eating all of them? And it makes four dozen. So yeah, that's a lot. This is a nice thing if you like have a break room at work where you can just take them and then leave them in the break room for everyone else to eat. <laughs> they really are nice for like a cookie yeah. tray or something like that because mm -hmm. they're they're small. 
they're they're like a pop in your mouth one bite cookie. Yeah, it it sounds like know? something that you would typically see at a cookie table at a wedding. Yeah, and these are like a simple thing, but they look a little bit fancier. You know, they make a nice little presentation, but they're just really they're so good and there's so much there's such rich flavor in them that, you know, they're just a really really good they're a really good little tidbit thing, so <laughs> a good little tidbit. A good little tidbit. So here we go. This is the brownie part of it. You need one and one fourth cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips melted. You don't want them to get too hot when you melt them. So kind of be careful with that. If you melt them in the microwave, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I do do occasionally. If you melt them in the microwave, do it in like 20 second increments and it, it'll probably take around 60 seconds to 120 seconds of melting time to get them so where the, the bowl doesn't get too hot. Um, I use a glass bowl if I do this, either on top of warm water or in the microwave. If you're doing it on warm water, just put your one and a fourth cups of chocolate chips into a glass bowl and put a pan of water on your stove and just heat the water to a low simmer and set your bowl on it, and they'll just melt right up. But don't leave the bowl on too long, because if the bowl gets too hot, it's really hard to get it to cool down to do the rest of the mixture. So watch that part of it. A half cup of butter softened. Three-fourths cup of brown sugar. One teaspoon of instant coffee dissolved in two tablespoons of hot water. Two eggs half teaspoon of baking powder, three-fourths cup of flour, a pinch of salt. Here are your mixing instructions. So you're going to melt your semi-sweet chocolate chips and then stir them so that they're very well blended, well melted, and it should be nice and the chocolate should be nice and glossy when you're stirring it. And then add your half a cup of softened butter, and it should be completely softened but not melted. Stir that into your chocolate chips. Then stir in your three-fourths cup of brown sugar, your one teaspoon of coffee that's been dissolved in two tablespoons of water, and your two eggs, and beat that up really well. Now, once you get that done, you're going to take your half teaspoon of baking powder and blend it into your three-fourths cup of flour and then add that to your wet ingredients and stir until just mixed in, just like a normal brownie. Okay, once you get that mixed up, preheat your oven to 350 degrees, get your mini muffin pans, grease them with shortening. I would not use a cooking spray on this. I would use shortening. Could you, can, you use the cupcake papers? You can also use cupcake papers, but the thing with these, with cupcake papers, is there is a lot of fat in these little brownies, and they will stain a cupcake paper. So if you get the kind that are either foil or um, there's a, a heavier type, I believe Wilton makes them, but they have almost a waxy coating on them. Those aren't too bad either, but that's why I don't use the paper cups on these because there's such a high fat content in the brownie itself that it actually will discolor, you know, the cup. And these actually, they kind of, um, they hold really well. They really do, you know, these little cups. 
So now you have your pans prepped. You're going to take your mini cookie scoop, which uh, the, the smallest cookie scoop, the one that I have, the smallest one, holds a tablespoon of batter. So if you have one of those, they're just right. You don't have to level it off, though. Just scoop it up, and it's kind of like slightly rounded up on there, and plop one scoop in each, in each cup, okay? Like I said, this makes about four dozen. I have two of the mini muffin pans that have 24, I can't think of the word, bumps, 24 cups. You can make 24 (laughs) mini cupcakes. You can make 24 mini (laughs) muffins or cupcakes or whatever in each one. So I have two of those and this will usually do the whole thing. So put all your brownie mix in, you know, all the little cups. Okay. And then you're going to put them in the oven They'll bake for 10 minutes. And what you can do is keep an eye on them because, you know, everybody's oven's a little bit different. And they'll bake. As they bake, they bake from the outside to the middle. You can see that the middle is not baked in these very clearly. Once they're baked, they'll just be like slightly rounded up. There won't be a wet looking spot in the middle. Then you know they're ready to come out. Okay. So when you take them out, Put them on cooling racks and let them cool for a couple of minutes and then take your, I call this a stomper, but I don't know what it's called. I think when I bought it, I believe it was called like a cookie cup maker or something. Now, do you leave the brownies in the pan to cool or do you take them out? No, leave them in the pan to cool. But when they are still warm, like let them cool for a couple of minutes. When they're still warm, take your little stomper and push down the middle of the cookie to form a cup, the middle of the brownie to form a cup. It really only pushes it down about a quarter of an inch. It's not very deep, the depression that it makes. If you don't have one of those, you could use like, if you have a measuring spoon that's really cupped, that would work. If you have a a large size wooden spoon, you could kind of poke around the middle. I'll have a picture up of the cookie of what the the, uh, brownie part of it looks like when it's been depressed so you can kind of see it. So that's what you're going to do. Now, don't let them cool the entire, entire way in the pan. You want to get it till the, when the pan is cool enough that you can handle it, you know, where it's not warm really, but the brownies will be a little bit more. Take the little brownie cups out of the pan because last night when I ran through this recipe... (laughs) I let them cool too much and I had a difficult time getting them out. I should mention that I also forgot to grease the pan. I remembered about greasing the pan when I dropped the last scoop of brownie in. I said, oh my gosh, I forgot to grease this. As the shortening was sitting right there in my sight, (laughs) I was like, seriously? Seriously. So don't forget those things like I do. I am not a professional anything. (laughs) I mean, at this point, you're a professional podcaster about food. There you go. Maybe. Maybe. I think we've had, we've definitely had over a hundred. So I think you're no longer an amateur. I'm an amateur baker. And I'm, you know, that's what. You're a professional amateur. People always ask me if I'm a professional baker and I'd say, well, being as sometimes I forget to put my yeast and stuff, I would say no. (laughs) So here's, so now that's your brownie, okay? 
So your brownie, you want to get all your little cups done. That's like I said, this is a process. So if you, you know, and this is slightly time consuming, but to be honest, I did this. I did the whole batch from start to finish took me about three hours last night, you know, and that was like waiting for things to cool and, you know, whatever. So probably about three hours start to finish, but I was doing other stuff in the middle of, you know, while the, while they were baking, while they were cooling, you know, so now for the filling. The filling needs one cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips melted, again, not too hot, eight ounces of cream cheese, and you can use Neufchatel. I use, I always use Neufchatel, which is the third less fat cream cheese, but it's, it's a little bit, to me, you don't get that real sharp cream cheese flavor from it, so I like it better, but use what you like. So you need an eight ounces of uh, cream cheese, and that needs to be softened also. The great thing about Neuf Chatel, though, is it's always really soft. So if you forget, you're still good. <laughs> okay. And then here's the fun part. Well, it's the fun part for me, but you also need a third cup of seedless red raspberry jam. Or you could be like me and accidentally buy the raspberry jam that has the seeds in it and have to press it through a sieve, which is what I did. That's part of the reason why it took three hours to make this last night, because it takes a really long time to press jam through a sieve. (laughs) So if you remember to get seedless raspberry jam, about how much time do you think that will save? save you a good half hour, I'm thinking. Good half hour. So third cup of raspberry jam, and then you're going to soften your semi-sweet chips, then add the cream cheese and mix that in really, really well. Once you get that mixed in really well, You're going to add the raspberry jam, get that mixed in really well, and then one-fourth cup of powdered sugar. Mix it right in there. Stir it all up, and that is going to be your filling for your brownies. Now, the way you're going to put that in is, this is uh, my typical way of doing this. You're going to pipe it into the cups. You can do this with or without a pastry tip. I used a pastry tip with about a half inch opening in it, a metal pastry tip with about a half inch opening. And then I snipped the end off of a big Ziploc bag and stuck the tip in it and filled that up with the truffle filling and squeezed the air out of it and zipped it shut. And then I used that to pipe the truffle in. So what I do is I go around, I start... Um, on the outside edge of the cup and I go around in a circle and fill it in and it ends up the filling should stick up over the cookie about a quarter of an inch kind of be rounded up and they're not going to you know the filling is pretty soft when you're piping this on there and it kind of is self-leveling so you can go back over and add a little bit more I had I had about a fourth cup of this left last night so I could have really gone and added more to it but I chose to just do it that way So fill up all of your little brownie cups, okay? This is step two. Step three is the glaze. Now for the glaze, you need a fourth cup of semi-sweet chocolate chips melted. (laughs) And this is a lot of chocolate chips, I know. Don't worry about cleaning the bowl between meltings, I guess. No, (laughs) and um, I actually did this in the baggie. I put a fourth cup of chocolate chips in the baggie and a teaspoon of shortening in the baggie, and I melted them 10 seconds at a time in the microwave and kneaded it with my fingers just to get it, and it worked really well. 
I could have also done that in a bowl over warmed water. I'm having a big stove issue right now. So, so doing anything on the stovetop is like, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. If you saw, if <laughs> I'm using a, a, a two burner hot plate right now because my stovetop often does not want to work. So it's a lot of fun. It's like camping <laughs> every day. So. That's why we haven't done a lot of uh, stovetop yeah. cooking recipes lately. It's a lot of oven stuff. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So it's working out. I mean, I'm getting along okay. I'm, I'm getting, I need to get a new stove, but you know, right now is not the time. There is no selection out there in stoves. This is not the time to choose a stove. So I will suffer until such a time as the supply chain someday gets a little bit straightened out. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, you're just finding all the microwave shortcuts. Yeah. So get your um your glaze, like I said, your fourth cup of chocolate chips and a one teaspoon of shortening. Melt that together. The shortening keeps the chocolate from getting really, really hard when it cools. So that way, you know, when you bite into the cookie, little bits of chocolate don't go flying in all directions. They, you know, it it keeps it a little bit soft. So what you're going to do is you do that in your baggie. You cut a teeny, teeny, teeny little nip off of the corner of the baggie and use that to pipe your glaze over the top. Just a little zigzag, little fancy little zigzag over all of them. And I had plenty of chocolate to do all of the cookies. No problem. I actually went back over a couple of them. There's your three steps. Now, like I said, if you wanted to make the brownie cups and then put them in the freezer until you had time to do the rest of it, or just put them in a plastic container for a day or two until you had time, you can do that. The filling, I wouldn't make the filling ahead of time because you want it to be nice and soft, but you could definitely do the brownies ahead of time. And this particular brownie, you can put so many different kinds of filling in it. It's a very versatile little cup. So you could put a mint cream filling in it. You could put a peanut butter filling in it. I do have a peanut butter one, but it's a different brownie than this. But this is a good little versatile brownie cup. And this cookie, nobody has this cookie, man. I'm telling you, nobody has this cookie. <laughs> it's so good. After it sits, when you make these and assemble them, put them into an airtight container and put the lid on. And you should store these in the refrigerator. But after they have been assembled for a day or two, the brownie absorbs a lot of flavor out of the truffle filling and they become incredible. They're good when you really when you first make them, but they become incredible after about two days. So like I said, don't freeze these. Store them in your refrigerator. They're fine to put on. When you put them on a cookie tray, they're not going to melt. They stay pretty sturdy as a cookie tray cookie, but you don't want to just leave them out because you have that cream cheese in there. Although, believe me, there's enough sugar that it's not going to, nothing's going to happen. But, <laughs> but this is a really good cookie. This is one, I, I just, I'm kind of proud of this because of the fact that I messed around and made this forever ago. And uh, I have to say the funny story that goes with this is I wrote the recipe out on a recipe card. And I'm not kidding. I had to have done this 20 years ago. And I've made these many, many times. Never thought about it until I went to do the podcast. I had no instructions. 
no instructions at all. No oven temperature ingredients. Yes, it was only a list of ingredients. It was like a technical challenge from Bake Off. (laughs) Yeah, no temperature, no time, no step by step instructions, nothing. And I'm making them, and I thought I haven't made these for about three years, maybe, because we couldn't have anybody over last year and the year before i think we did different i did different cookies in 2019 i did a lot of bar cookies so i didn't do them then and um <laughs> so i get the card out and i'm like oh my gosh i don't have any instructions written down on this i never even thought about it i guess at the time i have quite a number of recipes like this though <laughs> just have the ingredients and nothing so i'm going to i'm trying to um correct that so that's the main reason i really wanted to go through step by step and do this and uh and i also have i wanted to have some of the i i was thinking about them the other day cuz my friend made a cookie using a similar technique and i thought oh i got to make those raspberry truffle cookies those are so good so the flavors go together really well the coffee is not noticeably strong in the brownie it gives it that nice little background flavor the brown sugar in the brownie cups makes them a little bit crunchy this cookie has a really good mouth feel it is such a good <laughs> mouth feel <laughs> <laughs> it is it's just got great texture you have that creamy truffle filling and it's just a really good cookie so if you want to if you want a good cookie challenge something different that nobody's going to have believe me when i say nobody is going to have this cookie and if they do they're a spy and should not be trusted or they listen to the podcast (laughs) well after the podcast (laughs) then everybody will have this cookie but nobody has this cookie that i know i don't know and i've never given the recipe out for it either this is one this is like a compilation of several things that I'm like, hey, that would be really good in there. I bet that would be really good in there. So this is a Mary know. Mac exclusive. Mary Mac exclusive. And I think you'll love it. If you make it, you'll love it because it's really good. I I really love raspberry and chocolate. So, you know, we had the uh a while back we did a recipe of the Rasmataz brownie that Anna makes that is killer. It is so good. Episode so, 125. That's like a prescription grade brownie right yeah. there. So it's very small yeah. doses. So of that. here's another one. And we'll have, we'll do some more of these um, with the brownie cups, but that I think, to be honest, I believe I got those uh, muffin pans and that stomper thingy from Pampered Chef. I'm almost positive. That's where that came from. You know, it's, it is kind of handy. I also got the cookie scoop there, the three sizes of cookie scoops. I got a wine stopper the other day that I feel like would also work because it's yeah. about that shape. If you use the top end of it, I think that would work perfectly. Oh, you know for what? That. A wine cork too. Yeah, a wine cork would work. You'd have to clean it, you know, real good. But that'd be good. That'd be about the right size. Just depre- It's the the depression is almost like it's it's about as big around as a nickel. So don't use a nickel though. Bad idea. But. <laughs> But I'll have pictures up on that when we post this. I'll have pictures on my Facebook page, Mary Mac Bakehouse, and on my Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse. So go on and look because you, I have a picture where I actually left the stomper in the brownie so people could see. Because I thought I'm going to say this and people are going to go, "What? What is that? What? Is, what is she saying? A stomper? What? Is, what does she even mean? I just named it that. I have no idea what the thing is called." <laughs> 
actually, my muddle is almost the same size as this stomper. So you could probably use a muddle, you know, when you do the, um, like, for example, if you're making a mojito, that, that tool that you smash the mint with, that's called a muddle. You might call it a smasher. Um, I have called it a smasher <laughs> until I found out that it was called a muddle. <laughs> I just name things. Pounder, I, screw turner, you know. I feel like almost instead of making a cookbook, we should make a glossary of terms. <laughs> that might be the better. <laughs> of my terms, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, no, like the, the Mary Mac the Mary word Mac, for a cooking technique or Mary Mac tool. pronunciation guide yeah. on how to not pronounce words. Oh, the Mary Mac <laughs> phrase book. So if you're traveling in western Pennsylvania and you happen across a Macnellan, you can pull out your handy dandy phrase book so you know what we're talking and say, about. Holy Moses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, there you go. There is your raspberry truffle brownie cup delicious cookie suitable for the wedding table or the christmas cookie platter impress your friends <laughs> i hope you do try this cookie because it is really really good and make sure to check us out online on facebook and instagram at mary mac bakehouse on twitter at mobile mary mac and mary mac podcast and on our website mary and you can also now find our baking mixes at Appalachian Outpost in Butler, Pennsylvania. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you. Happy Holidays! <laughs>